Merry Christmas Eve, Eve, everyone, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets. Powered by Betsperts, we are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. And I mentioned Christmas, Andy, because this will be our last show before the Christmas break. We won't be on tomorrow. We'll be traveling various places, eating lots of food. But we can't let you get away for the weekend and the holiday without a little Felica football. So I'm sorry we don't have the extra Friday F. Mr. Felica, how are you? How was vacation? How was Turks? How was Caicos? Oh, it was great. A nice little uh, two week weekend getaway to, to to see the sun and feel nice and warm. It, it, it really was, was great. It would have been better if, if the Chargers would have covered on Thursday night like they oh, should God. have. And maybe Brandon Staley should take the field goal before half because if you don't get the touchdown there, it's the end of the half. And it's not like you're pinning your opponent uh, down inside the five yard line. So. He absolutely should have taken the points there. I have no problem with the other one, but I'm I'm a little bitter the Chargers didn't get that cover. Right side, wrong result. I think every I think that's the first time all year the analytics community and the take the points squad were in full agreement because part of going for it on fourth down down there, part of the equation is if you don't get it, they have 99 yards to go, and the field position is awful. It just doesn't apply when you're going in half. I was I'm a full agreement, and yeah, the Chargers not covering was. A travesty. I've had some bad luck with late game stuff of late, and I've I've kind of forgotten about that game. It's been a while now, and yeah, I'm I mean, sorry to we had some bad memories. <laughs> yeah, opening opening fresh wounds. I'm I'm sure <laughs> right I'll have out of some the, right out of the gate. Yeah, I'll have some new ones this weekend. It was the only day, and yesterday was the only day we haven't had NFL in a long time. We go right back at it tonight, and off the bat, you want it. We haven't talked much NFL with you because we lean on you so heavily for college all year, but. You wanted to talk about an adjusted NFL win total? Is something? Yeah, it's funny. This is this probably going to be the yeah, it's probably going to be the last week it's up, and I don't I don't know if they'll take him down tonight uh, after the first game is played. But I, I was fooling around on DraftKings the other day just to see if I could get any middles on some totals that that I already have, and I noticed that the uh, the Texans the Texans win total was three and a half, and it was minus one twenty. I mean, they're sitting at three, so if you, if they win again, you're done. But they're not going to beat the Chargers this week. They're not going to win at San Francisco next week. And the Titans, who they play in the final week of the regular season, the Titans might need that game for either the division title or a while, depending on what happens uh, tonight and next week. So at the very least, you're probably in a position where if you take the Texans under the three and a half, uh, they'll be an underdog the final game of the season against Tennessee. And uh, you, you can probably play around and guarantee yourself something um, at the very least, on on a Titans money line bet as an underdog, but but I, I thought the Titans under three and a half was something that uh, looked pretty appealing to me based on who they have left on the schedule. Yeah, we've had a couple of these games where they've played some bad teams. They're they're done with Jaguars games. They now have the season sweep over the Jaguars. Which if that doesn't, if you're not a Jaguars fan and you're feeling bad already. Sorry that I had to remind you of that because imagine this though. Imagine being the Buffalo Bills and you might not win the AFC East because you lost to Jacksonville. Uh, yeah. Every year there's just one game that I'll look back on and never ever be able to explain. And I think that's that one. Because the Bills, I mean the Bills have had their trials and tribulations this year. And they're they're looking at a rough one this year to like he's not their first receiver, but boy, Beasley, you just seen this coming with somebody mm-hmm. who was outspoken about it. Like, you know, if people want to argue vaccination, this vaccination, that like when it comes down to it, it was an agreement between the players union and the NFL 
And these are the rules they came up with and everybody knew it. And now the, you know, the players who are not vaccinated, if they pop a positive, it's 10 days. So that's a, it's a tough look in a, in a week where they're going to need a win. So, yeah, but you bring up a good point that Jags game might loom large in the final standings here. Um, bowl game tonight. Is there Oof. one? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. We got two, oh, we got North two, Texas. two bowl games. Like too excited, one, I guess. one in the afternoon and one tonight. Oh, shit, yeah, we get afternoon football again. I was a little mad about that yesterday. I was kind of expecting uh, was kind of expecting football in the afternoon. I had to wait until the evening. I ended up watching a lot of that game. It turned out pretty good. Obviously, everybody who had an Army early number, it was kind of like getting the early number on the Packers for me the other week there, Noops, where the Ravens came in and made a mockery of my Packers minus two. But uh, everybody who got an early Army number, good job. Sorry. That's how it shakes out sometimes because – it did it just didn't matter. It didn't matter. Missouri played pretty tough. But yeah, um, you are thinking this is probably gonna cancel. We've had some weird stuff, but you did want to talk about the ACC bowl game bet. Is this is it gonna be bad luck draw, bad luck push for you on this one? Yeah, anyway? I, I think I think so. I and mean, what you're referring to is I had played an ACC conference bowl win total under five and a half at DraftKings. Uh just looking at a lot of toss-up type games, figuring Five and five was probably the best case scenario, given you had a Miami team who who knows who's going to be able to play uh, in their bowl game and some of, some of the other spots I didn't necessarily like for the ACC. But now with Wake Forest uh, not playing Texas A and M, I'm sure that the, that that bet's going to be uh, null and void, being that all games are not being played as listed. So that, that of those conference win totals for the uh, for the bowls, that was the one I liked the most. But unfortunately. Um, it's going to be void, and, and and that's just kind of a a lesson for for bowl betting uh, this year. You really don't want to commit to anything too early. You don't want to make too many like opener type plays because who the hell knows what's going to happen? Like I played, I played two openers. I played San Diego State plus two and a half, and I played Oregon State minus seven. So I went one and one there, and then and then I, I, I like being a lot more reactive during bowls. Like last night, I, I before the bowl season started, I never would have thought. I'd want any part of Missouri, but then I saw Army play uh, against Navy, and that completely changed my opinion there. And then uh, we we got the added bonus with uh, the line good jumping up to six and a half uh, yesterday with the Missouri guys not playing. So we we got we got good with Missouri yesterday. That worked out that worked out well for me. So hopefully we can uh, look for it. But I, I was funny. I was talking to producer Dan uh, offline yesterday, the day before, and like this upcoming week of bowl games. Is absolute <laughs> dog doo doo. I mean, I mean, I have like no desire to bet on anything. Uh, excited it, for it, Memphis, Hawaii. Oh yeah, 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 yeah oh, that, that's like the equivalent of like coal in the stocking. East Carolina, the, the, the Boston team that College. That hates their head coach and rebelled against their head coach uh, against Memphis on Christmas. Louisville Air Force. Yeah, these bad. are. Wow. <laughs> I'm kind of looking. I mean, Texas, I guess maybe Mississippi State. Ooh. I could get excited for Houston Auburn a little. Um, that's not like, exciting. I know Auburn, Auburn has a little uh, thing going on with their quarterback. That's a, a light way to put it. Dan and Dan did hop in the chat, and that's kind of where we're going to lead with uh, talking about the ACC bet, which probably was a good bet. It's it's funny too. I feel like those season win. What do you want to call them? Conference win total over unders that they set for the bowl season. It was something that was sort of new three four years ago, and. Obviously, we all know the guy, but uh, Dan and Chris know him a little better. Uh, Lockie, Ken, 
Ken, Lockie Lockerson, he was the one that kind of pointed those out like four winters ago, I think, mm-hmm. where there was some, one of the offshores had like alternate lines. You could bet like under one and a half in the Pac-12 and they had like six games or something. I think some people took advantage of those. Those were, those were certainly fun bets. But yeah, Dan asked like, how are you even approaching betting Wake Forest Rutgers? Like we tried to talk about that. Well, like, I guess the kids from Rutgers get to go to Florida for the holidays, but it's a weird spot where they weren't planning on playing football. Some of them maybe ever again, you know, it's funny. You and my, my wife, we were sitting down last night and I had the game on. I wouldn't say she was watching it uh, because she was more occupied with her iPad. And then she's like, I just hear that here. Say, Oh, Rutgers might play in the, she's like, can they, are they like even going to be like ready to play? Can they be like in football shape and game prep after not playing for practicing for like three weeks and then like, I'm like, I don't think so, but the State <laughs> University of New Jersey gets to go to a bowl game now. We can all rejoice in that. Yeah, I don't think. Well, I, I don't know how. I don't know how you could. I, I'm sure what will wind up happening is they'll set a Wake Forest number minus whatever, and it'll get steamed up to whatever because everyone will have that logic of uh, there's no way Rutgers will be able to play in the game, and uh, everyone will bet Wake Forest and over, and then. People will come in and buy back whatever it com- comes out to, and then they'll try and set up a middle. So I'm pretty sure that's probably what's going to happen. That would be smart. I like a nice middle. I do love a nice middle, Who especially at a bowl game. There was a bowl game you did want to talk about. It looks like this one it is. It was an ACC bowl game. It is an ACC bowl game. I'm trying <laughs> yeah. to look at what day this even is. I, I'm this is just, the, it feels like, feel like a Friday. It's, yeah, it's felt like a Friday for like three days for me. <laughs> and it's weird. It's weird that we're even talking like Dan and I brought that up. There's a NFL football game tonight, but yeah, ACC game Clemson one point favorite over ISU. Nice low total here. Where is this one? I haven't even, I didn't this even is in beautiful downtown football. Orlando as Lee course. I would say. Oh yeah. I, I, I believe this is formerly the, uh, the camping world bowl slash uh, <laughs> Florida citrus sports bowl slash Russell Can't Athletic Bowl. I, I think this bowl game has changed names like four times in the last like half a dozen years. So I think we're now we now landed on the Cheese It Bowl. I believe is, is what this is this year. Oh, the Cheese It Bowl was the one that got That's weird a couple good. years ago. That's an I remember that everybody had a fun Cheese It Bowl. Did you? Uh, you got a bet? You got something you like in this one? I have not. I do. I do like I Iowa State. Week. Yeah, I do. I do like Iowa State here, and uh, this is a Clemson team that you lose both coordinators. It's a team that it, the quarterback position has been a mess all year long. Uh, you're used to playing in the college football playoff, and now you're going to Orlando in a couple of days after Christmas and playing Iowa State. And Iowa State doesn't sound good uh, to, to Clemson, but they've got a really good defense. And sure, Brees Hall is not playing, but Kohler is playing. McDonald's coming back. Uh, I, I think they're going to be okay at the running back position other than that. But for Iowa State to go to a bowl game and, and beat Clemson, which has been one of the, the dominant programs in the country over the last half a dozen years, that that, that would matter to Iowa State. And really, uh, despite being a disappointing season, I think that would cap off their year, uh, at least to, to give some sense of accomplishment. So I don't think it's going to be a very high-scoring game, but, but I do think Iowa State will keep that uh, Clemson offense in check, and I do like the Cyclones uh, to get that win. That's going to be good. But it'd be nice to have something to bet on that day, a little college football. Uh, Iowa State's always kind of a fun team, so that'll be an interesting game. 
Yeah, I, I root against them pretty hard. I just have one guy in my fantasy football league back home that's real hardcore cycling. He's got that Cyclones tattoo and stuff, and we always get to we all, well. The, the fantasy football draft turns into us drinking, and then two or three guys telling no. how the Vikings are going to win like thirteen games that year, and and we have some side bets. And then he he and eventually we start talking college, and he explains how Iowa State's going to win the Big Twelve every year. And, it's just it's always fun to text him once they start bottling it away. Although it's been it's been a fun last few years for them. Like they've been a team of some relevance, and it's it's been a little while for them. So otherwise, oh, by, by the way, you said you said the uh, the Vikings. That reminds me, uh, I, I I think I lied to uh, to producer Dan yesterday when we was talking about games. There well, there was another game that actually popped up during the podcast yesterday that uh, Stanford Steve and I were doing. I, I like the Gophers. Uh, minus the four and a half uh, against West Virginia. It's a West Virginia offense that has kind of been hit or miss all year long. And now you don't have Letty Brown. Uh, the, the way the Gophers ended the year, uh, beating Wisconsin to, to win to win the Axe, uh, their defense has played really well throughout the uh, most of the season. And you know that if they're in a bowl game, P.J. Fleck is going to have them invested in playing and winning that bowl game. So yeah, I'm going to lay the four and a half with the Gophers too so you can – Talk about that at your uh, your, your fantasy playoff uh, football draft. Where uh, I'm going to be on the Vikings this week too, so you can I'm, I'm going to live vicariously through you. I'm a I'm a uh, an honorary Minnesotan th- th- this coming uh, couple of weeks. Man, I try to stay off them, but I'm probably betting the Vikings too. I do think that's the right side. And you you brought up a good point about the bowl games. Now you didn't get too too involved too early. Alex and I and Drew on on the other show have been talking about that all week. Like. You know, we, we preach it all year. It's like if yeah. you wake up, if you wake up two hours before kickoff on NFL Sunday, or or even two hours before kickoff on on College Saturday, and you just start firing on the board, like you're you're betting into some bad numbers. Sometimes you should have you should have probably tracked it through the week and planned an entry point. And that's what we preach for years. Said throw all that away right now like this is not this is not the time nor the place with all the covid stuff and we don't even know the rules anymore and how they change the rules in the nfl and the nba said you're perfectly fine pumping the brakes maybe lightening the load a little this week or just waiting to find out like uh do do you remember the the washington stuff from the other night chris where they basically said they have a private jet ready in case yeah the court either the quarterbacks yeah yeah yeah. we're we're gonna we have we have the test that's off in jersey and as soon as we we hear we can we can fly them up to to the game if need be, but you but you're right. It's so funny you, you talked about like an entry point and uh, during the course of the the season on daily wager we did like our our triple option and like I'm a guy who I like to wait it out. I like to get the lay of the land. I like to kind of read and react and obtain information and get in. Uh, if I'm not getting in Sunday at, a, at an opener, I like to I'll, I'll wait until Thursday or Friday and then the, the mm-hmm. producer like oh yeah you're gonna go on Tuesday. I'm like, who the hell's making a real bet on Tuesday? That's like the the never never land of of, of betting. Like, I don't get the to, to bet the opener. I don't get to bet on Friday after getting. You're, you're going to bet in the middle, and my my record sure uh, showed my disdain for trying to read the tea leaves on Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday, you're right. Tuesday is kind of a a tweener. If you're not just going to bet the straight openers on NFL or college football, the only time I probably ever make a bet on like Monday or Tuesday is injury news like oh we need to get this in before totally. before the whole world figures out this guy's out or something like that because yeah you do run into a tweener thing and i know you too alex it's been it's been a real pain in the ass with the nba for the last couple of days 
Yeah, it's it's tough, but you know, it's at least they're postponing games. I guess at least I'm not like just losing a bunch of players and then they play and I lose. I don't try to stay positive. Well, well, yeah. here's the NHL. I mean, the NHL showed the virus though. We're gonna we're gonna cancel for five days and then we're gonna be back and all's gonna be good. They they're gonna they're gonna show the virus who's boss. Five days will will solve it all. Yeah, that's gonna be such a mess. And they do have. Uh, you know, obviously we have it with uh, NBA a little bit, but man, the NHL has it rough just with the amount of international travel mm-hmm. and the fact that Canada has completely different rules. I've, I'm very, I don't even follow hockey that closely and I'm very interested to see how they handle this in the next, you know, over the next few months, because Canada might just completely say no more, no more coming over here. And we might just turn it into those pods again. So It'll be, it'll be very curious to see what happens in the NHL. You joke about, you know, we talked about the ACC bet canceling uh, because of the, the change in the bowl game. Like, I don't what, what if the NHL has to do something like that? Basically, every single regular season yeah. points total bet, like almost any regular season hockey bet might just cancel because of that. It'd be very, hopefully they keep the awards ones up. So we do have some good Connor McDavid prices we want to, we want to make sure he gets there with. Yeah, that, that, that I, I was thinking about that the other day about all the my NHL points, but it's like it, it, the schedules change. I mean, they're it's. I mean, um, I think the only one I'm I'm looking okay on mine my, my points, but that's right. I think the, the the wild one I'm a little on the fence with because I was under there and I was under on the Penguins, but which could still be fun. But most of the other ones I'm 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 okay with right now, and I got a a really good. Um, odds to win the the conference and the Stanley Cup on the, the Panthers before the year I played it so that that was getting ahead of it so I got some good closing line value on the uh on the Panthers to win the cup great so you <laughs> to see what happens I'd say my biggest one is Islanders over. So let's go ahead and just cancel the season. That's fine. <laughs> as, as an Islanders fan, Bo, I feel for you. Yeah, Bo, Bo and uh, Kelly talked me into that, Alex. So I, I went. I, I, I got some of that through, too. I was looking through accounts and I saw that, and I went and looked at the standings. I'm like, oh, yeah, we can just call this season. It's fine. So, but yeah, yeah we they, thank they, you for. They were, behind, they, they were behind the eight ball from the start of the season oh, with yeah. the the new arena straight road games, whatever it was. That was terrible, but I did make my uh, my happiness hedge bet though. I did bet the Rangers point total over and the Rangers to win the division, just so if, if they do wind up doing that, I'll be I'll be at least financially rewarded as, as, and pissed off that they had a good year at the same time. And we have a uh, we have a, a tennis chat with a, a pretty heavy Islanders Ooh. fan, and he is. He's very adamant about management, and I, I don't follow it close enough. But he's he's super mad about what's going on there. It's exciting. The new arena is exciting, and I love what yeah. they did with it. But yeah, very uh, very disappointing year from our Isles. And with that, we'll uh, we'll let you go. It's holidays. Go enjoy your weekend. Long weekend, hopefully for you. I know you just came back from vacation, but still, it's it's a holiday weekend. We got two in a row. It's gonna be so, great. Uh, it's gonna be great to just kind of be ch- uh, sitting at home. Uh, my wife and myself and the and and the cats because we had we hosted Thanksgiving so everyone was here and uh, we're, we're just going to kind of enjoy the uh, the first Christmas in the new house which will be great and then uh, off to Miami on Tuesday I did have one other game that I did like and, and it's probably going to move quite a bit so you, you can probably still get Miami Wazoo at a pick uh, maybe you can find a stray Miami minus one somewhere I think that game is New Year's Eve as well. Uh, like I can't see how you can back Miami here. Uh, they're not. Their situation isn't as bad as 
A&M where they're not going to play the game. But I, I think the sentiment down there, uh, certainly from people I've spoken to within the program, yeah. is just just end this freaking season, move on to a fresh start in spring ball. And uh, at least on the other side, you've got Wazoo, who played for their head for the interim head coach, who, who hung with them. He got the job. Like you know, Wazoo is going to be invested both from a, an emotional and a preparation standpoint. Because in addition to the COVID, you, Miami had no idea. Like everything was on hold until they figured out their AD and their coaching situation. So, I mean, I, I think Wazoo will wind up closing. It's probably around a, a field goal favorite. So, so I, I would jump in on Wazoo uh, before the, the, this line gets out of, out of hand. Yeah, I'm hunting that one down right now. I like that. I looked at it. It's the early game on New Year's Eve, like 11 a.m. I won't even be drinking too much yet. It'll be nice and nice and easy. Pad the pockets a little before I go out that evening. So, well, yeah, and it is. December. Yep, December thirty first. New I'll Year's be, Eve. Be on the set watching game. that game as the as we're finishing up college game day. The the Wake Forest game is actually scheduled to be earlier than that, like eight a.m. Pacific time. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that based on what the who they play. So, but again, yeah, yeah appreciate appreciate you stopping by. Enjoy cool. your quiet Christmas. I'm gonna enjoy mine as well. And yeah, best of luck with all your bets this weekend. Thank you. You guys do the same. Thanks, Chris. I love it. A little college football action. A little something to do. That's nice. I like college football. Miami of Ohio, North Texas. Get something there. We'll figure it out. A A lot of college football over the next week. Not so much in the world of college basketball. No. It is a little little lighter of a schedule. Hopefully they're not playing defense today because I do have an over – there's only a handful of games today. There are no games tomorrow. There are no games Christmas Day. There are no games on Sunday. We will have no basketball till Monday. If you want Monday plays, obviously I don't do this show on Sunday nights or Sunday at noon, wherever we're at. So follow me on the BetSperts app, A-N-D-Y-A-N-D. I'll put any Monday plays I have in on the app probably Sunday night late. I'll probably do some overnights just because I'll be having a busy Monday morning getting back into the swing of it. But yeah, Wagner Fairfield over only play for me tonight. This one is in Connecticut. So Fairfield will be hosting Fairfield, a bit of a wagon. I almost backed them. It wasn't quite a big enough edge. I had a small edge on Fairfield to win this game and cover but uh, at the same time, the edge on the total was a little higher. <clears throat> a couple of offenses I, I really like, especially my Fairfield offense. They can absolutely put up some points. And then uh, Wagner, decent enough defense, but they do a couple things I don't uh, I don't certainly care for for a team looking to stop a, tr- a wagon like Fairfield. So an over on this one. I do have a, a little bit of a lean on another one. I might. I'm, I'm hemming and on. I haven't played it yet. If I do, I'll put something out on Betsperts and Twitter for sure. But just, yeah, just one play for me tonight. And Alex, Alex is tripling that in the association. <laughs> yes, 11 games tonight. Again, the schedule's kind of funky. There might be another play. I'm, I'm looking at the Warriors in some way, shape, or form. Just a lot of COVID guys for them. So curious to see, you know, I, these games have been postponed yet. We'll see. Fingers crossed. We'll start with the Denver Nuggets. Uh, only laying three points here. Actually now back down to two and a half. 
where I was able to grab it earlier. They're at home. It's a back-to-back. But um, if you've watched the Nuggets historically, they tend to lose the first end of the back-to-back and perform very well on the second end of a back-to-back. They actually kind of throw off some of the data there on how hard it is for back-to-backs given the way they kind of set up for them. And you saw it last night as Oklahoma City was doing well against them, starting to close the game out. They didn't really try to fight. They left everybody on the bench, got it together. This will be their last game at home, obviously, before a little bit of Christmas break. They're playing the Hornets. The Hornets at the end of a long, goofy road trip. Finish that road trip in Denver in altitude, which is always tough. Now, they have had a couple days, I think two days off, so at least a day to adjust. Maybe that'll be a little bit better, but Again, I, I think mainly here the market just a little bit slow to react to the, the Nuggets being a little special when it comes to these back-to-back situations. I mean, I have this out to six. I can tweak it, get it out to almost seven. The Nuggets should be great tonight. Um, absolutely no center on the Hornets. It's going to slow down Nikola Jokic at all. So like the Nuggets here quite a bit, minus two and a half. I've actually played this out to four. So you've got a little bit of wiggle room. And then two team total unders here. Um, basically going to fade the two teams that played in arguably the worst basketball game on national TV uh, of the year. I guess does NBA count as national TV? I don't know. But the Hawks played the Magic last night in a game that I think finished 102-98, something like that. And I expect things to be just as ugly, if not uglier tonight. The Hawks, again, back-to-back, coming out to play a 76ers team, a Sixers team that very much has had these Hawks games circled on their schedule after falling apart in their playoff series last year, losing to the Hawks at seven. Um, The Hawks, again, just really going to struggle to put up any points. The Sixers pretty healthy about as healthy as any team in the league i expect to put up a good defensive effort here i just struggle to see how the hawks get to 100 and then similarly look at the magic they're going to go play a pelicans team that has played good defense plays at a slow pace and again no cole anthony none of the guys that really drive any sort of high offensive efficiency or even a quick pace at all so nuggets minus three and two team totals under 100 and a half a scoring ugly night that wasn't thumbs down to your plays that was under that's good. I like that. Ugly, Maybe. ugly basketball. Let's cheer for ugly basketball. <laughs> you might as well watch college, huh? Yeah. There's just not enough games. Um, Maybe spend some time with the wife before we get stuck with probably, for two days. I probably will. I'm just sitting here waiting to get the Bloody Mary bar out in the morning. Niners <laughs> take on the Titans in a game I'm not excited about. I don't know why. It feels like working on a Friday night, having to watch this game at all. We'll do a halftime show. Of course we will. Drew will be. Absolutely. I think Drew is on the East Coast. So this will be a little oh, later for him. I think for he's, uh, yeah, he went down. I think he traveled. That's where why we didn't do shows yesterday. He was doing a little traveling. And when you go from Long Beach to the East Coast, it's like a 19-hour flight with the time change. How many clothes did he have to buy? There's no way that he's prepared for an East Coast winter. Oh, I'm sure he's got a puffy vest. He seems like a puffy vest guy. Those are actually a lot warmer than you think. But uh, yeah, Niners minus three, total 44. I don't have a play here. I don't like anything. I have some props I'm going to put out later. Otherwise, we're just, let's let's get to the meat. Let's get to this first touchdown score. Let's do it. This, this one was kind of fun. Again, we've had a bunch of games here lately where there's a lot of kind of high concentrated touchdown opportunities. And Normally with the Titans, you would expect that, but no more Derrick Henry here. The 49ers really do spread the ball around quite a bit, although George Kittle, you know, he's obviously kind of the premier target, but we've got a handful of pretty interesting names here today. You know, again, the top of the market you're looking at, 
the tight, you know, the running backs, Jeff Wilson, you've got Dante Foreman, George Kittle, Debo Samuel. You know, again, if I had to pick somebody, it'd probably be Debo Samuel. He seems to be getting a lot of targets and just using him in really interesting ways. But again, this is all about value. And as I look at the value here, Brandon Ayuk at 14 to 1. Um, I would have him at single digits here in, in this. He is the most targeted 49er inside the red zone by a fair margin. Inside the 10, he's got about 24% of the targets. Next closest player is less than, I think, 12 is Kittle with 12 or I'm sorry Debo with 16 but again a pretty big lead there and a similar lead inside the 20 love I up here at double digits 14 to 1 and again they use him in some gadget stuff I mean they've been running with Debo a lot but sometimes you'll see a sweep or something with I up really like him at 14 to 1 um, Ryan Tannehill I think he scored the first touchdown I don't know if it was this Sunday the previous Sunday for the Titans he runs the ball quite a bit I, I don't think anyone really thinks of him as a running quarterback but he has as many rushing touchdowns as any quarterback does just about any year poke around should be able to find a 20 to 1 on him I'd play anything 18 to 1 or better which you should find now this is a name I, I've been trying to figure this out there's like an extra U in there it's not Juan it's not Juwan it's Juwan Jennings I'm not really sure, but somebody that's really popped up the target share list for these 49ers over the past couple of weeks, the last three, four games, we've seen a ton of him. And even again, as you look at some season-long numbers, he has almost 12% of the targets inside the 10-yard line here for this 49ers team. And again, most of that volume over the last couple of games. So Mr. Jennings, 28-1. to 1. And again, if you're putting together DFS lineups, I'd go wide receiver heavy tonight. Both of these teams give up a lot of yards and touchdowns to wide receivers. That's why I was finally able to grab one in here. Um, now we'll go back to some tight ends here. The two tight ends for the Titans, yeah, right. Jeff Swaim and Michael, 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 whatever. Pruitt. Michael. Michael. Swaim hit for us earlier in the year at like 40. They've got him down to 30. Still happy to play him at 30. Pruitt has actually been taking some of Swain's targets here. Um, the Titans have basically gone out with kind of this two big tight end sets. And you've seen a lot of interesting stuff from the two of those guys near the, the goal line. Again, they're not going to get the ball much, you know, inside the 20s here. But when you get close to the goal line, uh, you know, Tannehill's probably going to run it in or we get a good shot at either one of these tight ends here. So 30 to 1, 50 to 1. And Jimmy Garoppolo at 50 to 1. Again, just kind of a system numbers play. I'll play almost any quarterback 40 to 1 or better, especially one that has rest for touchdowns and moves around quite a bit. You know, again, the 49ers are not afraid to let him run and move around. So a nice big six pack for us here tonight. I have Tannehill, Jennings, Swaim, Pruitt, Garoppolo. And with that, we wish you a Merry Christmas if that's something you do. If it's not, Whatever holiday. You're probably you're probably going to get some time off anyway from work. Have a nice couple days with unoccupied movie theaters. <clears throat> yeah, go go do whatever. Hang out, see family, chill, drink, eat, party, gamble, drink, party, gamble. And that's kind of my that's my MO for the weekend. And since I'm meeting at 11 a.m. Central, I'm going to wish you guys farewell. We'll catch you again Monday. Have a good week.